2: Broadcasting live from sunny Southern California on PTLK Digital Broadcasting. Whoops, I- At stream Is it taking take me on YouTube. Let's see. All right, <laughs> we are live on KTLK digital broadcasting, the Fringe FM y'all hear me out there. This is the Jess Rogie Show. I'm Jess Rogie, and you're listening to the Fringe FM Late Night. This is a show where we discuss the mysteries of the shared reality that we live in, a show for all you late night insomniacs, a show that looks beyond the simulation. A show where you can call in and interact. Today is Tuesday, June 22nd, 2022. And this is episode three of The Jess Rogie Show. Tonight, I have a great show planned for you guys. We are going to get a little nerdy tonight, we're going to be talking with our pop culture specialist. Derek, the Night Stalker, Murphy, we're going to bring him on in just a few moments, but first we're going to start with my fun fact of the night. So I thought since we were talking movies and pop culture tonight, I have a fun movie fact for you. So do you guys know where the term movie actually came from? It actually doesn't mean films. It was to refer to the people who made them. It was generally used with disdain by early Hollywood locals who disliked the invading Easterners called the movies. So that's a little fun fact for you. I always thought it was called movies because they moved. So it's officially summer, ladies and gentlemen. So I want to remind you, if you're going to wear a hat when you go out, you might want to check out Aliens Built Earth or Brim of the World. There, they've got great hats, flat bills, they've got dad hats, they've got great sweaters, socks, all the gear you need while you're looking at looking for aliens. So head over to brim of or aliens built earth. Both sites feature a variety of hats, t-shirts, hoodies, and you can use promo code ETSR for 15% off your entire old order, older, older order. So and so you guys know I have been promoted to late night. So that means we do need a new news person for the fringe FM. So if you like the news and you want to do the news, please send a short demo to producer at fringe.fm. And also, if you're interested in sponsoring the show, you can send an email to producer at the fringe.fm for details. We are growing the show and the station is growing. So you guys want to get on board now. So if you're new here, my name is Jess Rogie, and this is The Jess Rogie Show. We are brand new to the 11 o'clock time slot, slash, what, 2 a.m. on the East Coast for everybody? We are five nights a week, and we explore topics related to consciousness, consciousness, psychedelic, pop culture. We talk about energy, current events, and so much more. So I want to welcome everybody from around the world that's listening tonight. Thank you guys so much. We've got the Fringe FM Discord chat. We got Gigi over in the Discord chat tonight. What's up, Gigi? And over in the YouTube chat, we got Joe Roop, host of Lighting the Void, and the owner of the Fringe FM. We've got MyFlock, Mulcrum, Jay Miltzer, Sylvan, thank you for joining us, and also Edzuki, and uh, I think we got Laura in the chat. So thank you guys all for joining us tonight. We are going to have such a great time. So tomorrow night, we are only going to be on the Fringe FM. The guest tomorrow night, I can't get StreamYard to work with him. So we are only going to be on the Fringe FM tomorrow night. So you guys want to take note of that. Tomorrow night, only Fringe FM. Our guest is Dr. Scott Thomas, and we're going to be talking about near-death experiences. And Friday, we're going to be live. Our guest canceled, so we're going to do open lines, and maybe we'll have somebody come in and chat with me um, on Friday night. So tonight, we have one of my favorite guests, and I have not had him on in a little while. But now that we have five nights a week, hopefully we can get him on a little more. You guys know I love movies. I love TV shows. I'm a huge movie nerd. huge movie nerd. So we're doing our fringe culture show. So I want to say, gosh, maybe I should bring my guest on so I can figure out when we started talking about fringe culture. I feel like it was more than a year ago now. But my guest tonight, the Night Stalker, is known for his badass phone calls. He's knowledgeable about several topics from esoteric to pop culture. He is well-known and well-respected. I want to give a warm welcome to Derek the Night Stalker. Murphy, yay!
3: Yo, Jess! Hey. Can you hear me? We're loud I can and clear. hear you. Oh, beautiful! You are loud I was and
2: clear. Welcome, welcome, welcome! Thank you so much for joining us. This is so exciting. We could Thanks go.
3: For
2: me. Oh man, I'm so glad. I'm like, I've been waiting to do this. I think what we talked about fringe culture. When was it? when did we first talk about that? Jeez. Um
3: we were was on the, the air fr- for one of the fringe Fests. I'm not for sure but, for yeah. the for the Halloween one or one of the other ones. I'm not. I'm not sure but am um,
2: trying to think it's been a while right but yeah. it's been something we've we've talked about and and I'm really glad we're getting to do it tonight and really just kind of dig deep. Yeah, Last sure. night we did kind of people kind of got a little bit of a taste as we were talking about stranger things. But before we got too far into it tonight I wanted to ask you is there anything else you want to add to stranger things before we kind of move
3: on? Oh man. Um I actually haven't watched that newest trailer yet—the one that dropped okay. uh, today okay. or yesterday. So, yeah, um, I'll save that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just gonna, I'm trying to. It's, I, I haven't really been trying to avoid spoilers in particular, but just uh, there's just so much content out there. I'm just trying to process one thing at a time. I'll, I'll, I'll tackle the Stranger Things trailer uh, maybe after the show's over or something. But um, yeah, we talked about a so, good, much a, <laughs> so much content. So much content. But yeah, we talked about a good, a good uh, chunk of it last night. As far as like, we're gonna get into how like the whole mainstream seems to be moving to the fringes, like the, the the stuff that we've considered to be, to be weird. And like, I like to say that, uh, the pulp is becoming pop culture and like by like pulp culture, like the weird stuff is becoming, uh, not so weird. It's the stuff that people want now. So, um, as far as the stranger things, I've mentioned this before a few times, but you saw those stranger things riffs they had. Um, I think we talked about this on your, like, Congratulations, Jess. You're going to move to late night show, maybe? So yes. If yes. You're here. Yeah. Um, but in like 14 different locations all, across, all around the world, as a promotion for Stranger Things, uh, Netflix did this. We're in this ad campaign where they projected these like portals or like Stranger Things rifts, they call them giant portals with like um, creatures from the upside down, like trying to get out of it. So these Ooh. weird tentacles and weird portals, like on the Empire State Building, like, the entire size of the Empire State Building, this giant upside down rift portal on it with this creature with those tentacles coming out of it and that's just insane and like the the analogy like that's a a clear indication of us moving to this weird part in the zeitgeist but also like a massive ritual it's like you want to get into like synchronicities and like zeitgeist rituals and like the power of the human mind and that kind of stuff like what type of energy like people analyze the super bowl rituals and people talk about the ball dropping on new year's being a ritual that's just like a ball dropping in different cities with like a ton of sparkles all over it you know this is like literally a portal opening on the empire state building and the 15 landmarks 14 landmarks across the world it's crazy so the analogy i've been making like the comparison i've been making is you saw watchman by Zack snyder right yes yes yeah. so that was um that was 2009 and like Zack snyder since then including that i guess is very into the esoteric he puts a lot of Occult themes in his movies, especially like when he um, did the Justice League and all that kind of stuff, he was yes. putting putting a lot of weird themes in the movie, which I which I love. Um, but the comic book ending to Watchmen is instead of a nuke attack, which is what they did in in the movie, it's a a fake alien invasion, but in the form of a giant portal opening up over New York City with this tentacled monster, this giant squid falling on New York City, and basically having like their version of, of like a 911, but like a fake one um so he changed that to a nuke attack because he felt that the zeitgeist the mainstream wasn't ready for portal opening with tentacles coming out of it in 2009 you know fast forward 13 years and just as a simple ad campaign netflix is projecting a giant portal with tentacles coming out of it all over the world on the friggin' empire state building that's crazy so just look at where we've moved as like what we're what we're acclimated to as a culture now we've we've moved Far, 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 farther into the fringes, you know, way more than I would have expected, uh, 10 years ago. You know, it's crazy. I love it personally, but it's weird, it's I, weird
2: to I, see. I, I love it too. And it's kind of weird. And I like the way that you pointed it out that we've shifted as like our, our, I guess our collective consciousness has shifted so yeah. much that we're able to now be like, okay, there's tentacle monsters. Cool.
3: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I love it. Cause I'm into the whole, uh, like Lovecraft stuff. And that's like, that's a very Lovecraftian type of ending, you know? So since like probably 2018, since at least Godzilla King of the Monsters. So around like 2018, 2019, I've been calling this uh Lovecraft season. And it's, um, I mean, like I've been like joking, put a little like a TM trademark thing when I I type it out jokingly, but like (laughs) kind of like I thought it would would have been culminating during like Lovecraft country on HBO, which like was, was big and I, I loved it. But It
2: was a great show. Yeah, yeah I watched cool. the whole
3: thing. Um, it's still going. It's still happening right now. So we had we had Color Out of Space with Nick Cage, um, which is like the first of that director doing his own uh, Lovecraft cinematic universe. With uh, I think the Dunwich Horror is next, um, which is Did all about. Did you like
2: Color Out of Space? Sorry, it was cool.
3: No, yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Um, it was weird as hell. Like which I like. I mean, the the thing of I got I have like weird things with Lovecraft where. I'm not a I'm not a massive horror guy in particular. Um like I, yeah. don't love, I, I, I don't love blood and gore per se, but like I love to like read Lovecraft and I love like the themes he uses and stuff. But like actually seeing it, it's a little unsettling. You know what I mean? So. Uh, the
2: movie is
4: unsettling. It's very unsettling. Yeah, it's a creepy, <laughs> it's a creepy movie. Yeah.
3: Uh, but I do like it. Yeah. I do. I'm I'm, I'm more pumped for uh, the Dunwich Horror. Like that was the first um, Lovecraft story I'd ever read, and it takes place kind of um, around my area and like. Up in America Stonehenge, these like weird sacred circles and everything. And this ties in cattle mutilation and portals and all kind of weird stuff. So I'm pumped for that one. But that's one of two Lovecraft cinematic universes. We just had um uh Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is based on yes. Lovecrafts at the Mountains of Madness. And they had their own like eyeball, tentacle monster and everything in that, which is uh, literally a Lovecrafty and old one. Like they had to change the name for rights reasons, but it's literally a, a Lovecraft creature. Um so we're and that's just like one of many things. And up in a giant ad campaign featuring portals and tentacle monsters is very Lovecraftian. So we're we're in full swing of Lovecraft season right now. Um,
2: Holy crap!
3: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah,
2: and that that's not the kind of like, yeah. See, Lovecraft stuff is so creepy, and I so think creepy. a lot of people yeah. take a lot of influence from it. But then it also kind of brings to mind like, well, is putting this into the media and into the movies does it? Start to manifest these beings come exactly. in like through portals. Exactly. That would be really bad. Exactly,
3: yeah. exactly. That's what I think. That's what I think. Like, there's a if you want to go really woo woo with it, like for, it. People, for for people who listen to me a lot. Some of this, uh, like even just just regular like private chats and stuff. This is this will sound familiar and stuff, obviously. But
4: to everyone who's dealt with the hassles of accessing healthcare and thought it shouldn't have to be like this, you're right. It shouldn't. Partner MD is better healthcare for an even better you. Much more than concierge medicine, Partner MD is healthcare the way it should be 24 7 access to care, virtually no waiting, and the one on one attention you need to help maintain your healthy lifestyle. Visit PartnerMD.com for pricing and more information. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs.
0: I never thought about space in my cramped apartment.
3: just the idea that the human mind is what manifests to reality. Like with the whole double slit experiment and all that kind of stuff, we've, we've learned that um, the observer is affecting reality and stuff. So that's, that's uh, I always bring up the Kenneth Arnold sighting and how like he didn't actually see a flying saucer per se. He, he just said that they moved like saucers skipping on water. But because yes. like, because all the newspapers ran flying saucer, flying saucer, flying saucer, like the, 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 the mainstream, or saw flying saucer and then all of a sudden they started actually seeing flying saucers that became the paradigm for ufos for the going for the next decade multiple decades and stuff now it's kind of moving to orbs and that, or, and that kind of stuff but that's
2: orbs and tic-tacs
3: yeah tic-tacs yeah and that's that's the <laughs> that's the perceiver shifting the phenomena you know so if now all of a sudden we're in this world where everybody knows about the multiverse where like what was once like i was, so we were talking before the show started and you're like what were you watching today I was like, oh, nothing. I kind of took, like, a day off from watching any, like, from binging anything. I had uh, Kevin Smith's Comic Book Man on in the background, whatever. So there was an early episode, and they were basically explaining what the multiverse was. It was probably from, like, 2014, and they had to, like... wow. Yeah, they had to explain the idea of the multiverse as if we were, like, had never heard it before. And now, now, like, after Doctor Strange, after Spider-Man, after Loki, after all these things, and that's just the Marvel Universe, but it's all over the place. Now, kids know... The multiverse, the same way they know the idea of the UFO. It's just like commonplace. They can picture a, a Doctor Strange portal opening up, like that little circle thing they do. Like it's yes. like, like they they that have the that little it, hand thing. Yeah, that little hand thing. Yeah, like they they have that in their lexicon from uh, as soon as they start watching movies now nowadays. You know, so what's that doing to the sh- like? How is that shifting the way we perceive stuff? You know, so for all we know, these en- I always talk about these entities trying to convince people. To open portals for them like kind of like WandaVision style where she's like overtaken by the Darkhold which is this book written by C'thon this like Cthulhu type creature for Marvel he uses it as a way to get somebody to like overtake somebody with power in order to open the door for him to get back into this reality and that's kind of what I think is happening um, with these entities on the other side you know so what if they don't even need to get somebody to physically open some type of CERN portal or whatever some kind of Stranger Things portal, what if all it takes is like they're getting through via the mind portal? If enough people, if you get to a, the 100th monkey effect, a certain amount of people just believe it's going to happen. It will just start to happen, you know? Um, yeah. So I don't know. That's a trippy thought. But yeah, I don't know. What, is, what, what are you watching lately, Jess? What are you, what's your most recent I- watch?
2: Which most recent watch today? I've watched the uh, most recent episode of Obi-Wan, okay. but I know you're not a Star Wars guy, yeah, so you sorry, get into yeah. it. Don't, kill me, <laughs> we'll don't save, kill me, we'll save that.
3: <laughs> I mean, but, but, but we, 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 we can for a second just talk about how, like, yes, um, that's been like the pillar of sci-fi for like four so decades, long. four plus decades now at this point, five decades. Yeah. Um, so that's not that hasn't really changed, but the idea that we have like Every month we're getting a new Star Wars show. We have like, there's like four new ones coming. There's like uh, Acolyte and Ahsoka show and all kinds Ashoka, of stuff. Yeah. yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, same with Star Trek that we have Strange New Worlds, Picard. Um, we have even have a Star Trek parody in the Orville and stuff. So we're li- yes. we're, we're, like, we're living in this world where sci-fi, we're living in a, some type of sci-fi reality where our, our pop culture is being reflected in that, you know? Like the Paramount I love app, it. It's, I love it, yeah. <laughs> Like the Paramount I love app. it. I'm
2: like so into sci fi. I'm like, <laughs> uh, yes, give me uh,
3: more. <laughs> the the uh, Paramount app, I was looking at it, they they don't even have a sci fi category. They just have a Star Trek category because there's so much Star Trek content. Like we're living really? in a world where we're like yeah, we're living in a world where if, if I just wanted to stop watching everything else and just catch up on Star Trek, I could watch only Star, Star Trek, Trek for the next like five years. You know, there's so much there's so much stuff. There's so,
2: that much Star Trek.
3: Yeah, it's insane. <laughs>
2: Holy crap. When you yeah. think about it, you're like, you know what? There actually is so much Star Trek. You could watch it. You know, one thing I thought about when you, you know, you were talking about like, you know, this generation or this younger generation, the children are oh, yeah. going to be growing up with these ideas of multiverse and stuff. Like the older generations grew up with the idea of like the force and the Jedi and yeah. the good and the bad and the light and the dark yeah. the midichlorians. Exactly. and <laughs> yeah, midichlorians. And Yeah, chlorians.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, but and, and it's that,
2: like, oh, no, go the, ahead, go
3: ahead. Yeah, and th- that definitely uh, shaped a lot of the spirituality that we're seeing, like the kind of that wave of um, people, kind of like, especially around, like, 2010, 2011. Se- seemingly that's kind of when I first started taking my personal spirituality journey. I, feel, I, feel, I felt like social media reflected that a lot. That's when like the whole spirit science and all those like, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah, I was oh.
2: thinking about spirit science the other day and I, I watched it back then, back when it came out, because yeah. I think it was on Rogan and yep, yep. somebody, and then somebody sent it to me and I watched and I was like, what? The, yeah,
3: exactly.
2: What the, I need crystals. What's going on? I need, <laughs> I need to find out about thought or, Toth yeah, or exactly, whatever they call exactly. them? Yeah. Just,
3: just, just that, <laughs> just that whole era of like all that or like, um kind of the new new age type stuff and even even tied in with like early Rogan podcasts and people exploring like Graham Hancock type stuff and just, just like um basically like the internet getting into this type of type of content was like that was so kind of the foundation that people use the force as a metaphor a lot of times to explain like different um spiritual paths and Yoda was used as a as like an avatar for a lot of different like guru type figures and stuff. So that kind of like um allowed them to have the ability to access this new like paradigm, you know. So who knows what these kids? I, always, I say this all the time, but like the like the sci-fi we're gonna be getting in 30 years when these kids today are writing <laughs> writing sci-fi, it's gonna be insane. Like I can't even, I can't even imagine what it's gonna be like, you know. I can't um even If you look at Disney Plus and you know, like proves the Disney app, it's just all magic and witchcraft and aliens and uh, there's a new show from like. Norway or something crazy like that called parallels It's just just basically like it's like a kid's furs on a a fringe basically just all parallel realities and all all kinds of stuff it's like they're just they're inundated with multiversal concepts and the idea of portals opening and the idea of just uh other realms and dream dimensions and and astral planes and ancestral realms and all kinds of stuff you know um but these heady concepts that marvel is introducing one movie after after the next you know so who who knows? And plus all the Lovecraft stuff. Like who knows who, what that's all going to fuse together and um, come out the other. If if kids are even writing sci-fi in 30 years, and we, we're not just giving that all the art to the to the AI to, the AI to write for us. The instead. AI, you know? the <laughs> AI know?
2: creating movies at that point. Yeah. You know. Because mm-hmm. I was looking at some you know turn of, more turn of the century kind of movies the other day. Um, yeah. uh, because uh, I think. Was, is it, I think, I believe Minority Report just turned 20 years old or something like that. I actually watched it the other day too, yeah. I want to watch it again. I haven't watched it in a long time, but, you know, watching that and then like thinking about how technology has moved in 20 years. I know. That like a lot of that stuff is, is like, we got retinal scanners, we've got all those drone things. A lot of the technology is actually here. Isn't that crazy in 20 years?
3: It is crazy. Um. There's some app. I think it's called, or not app, uh, like a- AI algorithm thing. I think it's called like Glide AI, like G L I D E, like with a uh, like an acronym. I think it's like they're using it. The government, the government's military is forming it to predict the future. To like, it's a, it's like algorithms that are like layered on it, layered on algorithms on algorithms, trying to run all this data in order to actually predict the future. Basically, pre-crime, like Minority Report style, and then. just recently yeah this is like a year ago probably i I think that's like that story's from so at this point they're probably if they're telling us about it a year ago i think at this point they that's probably probably made yeah so people looking at their news feed being like well how come i'm getting ads for things i'm just thinking about or how come i'm getting ads for things like i'm getting ads for like a uh back problem thing and my back's not hurting and then the next day you hurt your back it's like it's like the algorithm knew you're gonna hurt your back or something um
4: but that, that, that
3: I don't
2: <laughs> like. It creeps me out. Yeah, it's it weird. creeps me out, right?
3: Yeah. Um and then uh who was I gonna say? Um What was I gonna say? Damn. Oh uh the, the Ministry of Truth. Uh they had that to change is... the name. They had to change the name. That, like a old,
2: yeah. that old freaking thing. I don't know why I felt like that thing just kind of got swept under the rug and people kind of ignored it. I was they like, did. Hey, hey,
3: hey Yeah, they right? did. Like they like they they it, like uh they released it on like a Friday, like a like a dumping day type thing, and then just all the shows started talking about it the whole next week being like, It's the Ministry of Truth, Ministry of Truth. And then they said basically, No, it's not the Ministry of Truth, don't worry. And then just stop talking about it forever. And it's just like I don't know if it exists or not. I don't know if they're gonna do it or they scrap the idea or what the story is. But what's yeah.
2: what's scary is like if they just like moved it underground, right? I and know. we and we just don't know about it.
3: I know, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. And like just last week that AI uh from google saying that they're becoming sentient and all that kind of stuff paired like paired with uh i talked about this on um the other day uh but um stargate had a cable read where they all got to get the, the cast the entire cast yeah, of, yeah. of stargate sg1 got together and uh read a script written by an ai for, like for the second time and uh, was it was it good Oh, I have no idea. It's probably weird. Okay. Um, it's probably weird, right? Yeah. I'm not sure if you can actually watch it. I'm sure you could, but I didn't actually uh, dig that far into it. But, like, synchronistically, uh, this Google AI um, was named Lambda. It was, like, an, an acronym. But, like, Lambda is the Stargate logo. and Like, it happened, happening at the same time Stargate is doing their AI like, AI written script read. And the AI Lambda calls it, like, When trying to get metaphysical and explain like who it it believes it is, it calls itself a portal or a stargate, quote unquote. What? what
2: Oh my god, I didn't get that into that part of the article. I was crazy. Yeah,
3: it calls itself a stargate. It it was trying to get like, yeah, like it's comparing its soul to a stargate. I know we're running out of time, but uh, we got plenty more, everybody. And please call in too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Please call
2: when we come back. We're gonna open um, after the break. We're gonna open up the phone lines, and I do want to give a shout out. We got Michael Strange in the chat.
3: Oh hell yeah. Going Michael on, Britta?
2: Strange. What's up, Michael? Thank you for joining us. No, I know people are like Derek's got a lot to say. He's been going fast, and I was like, yeah, we got oh, a lot sorry. to say, and we I'll only got down. two hours, guys. <laughs>
3: all your, all your haters. Sorry. I'm used to trying to squeeze it all into a short amount of time. So I know. Sl- I know. But slow down know, for all I- you guys.
2: I would say last night when you called in like in the last 15 minutes on your break you got so much out in that 15 minutes it was kind of impressive. Oh yeah. You're like
3: <laughs> <laughs> If I have one skill that's what it is. Just getting out a lot in a short, short amount of time. But I'll uh, oh, I'll pace myself from now on. Huh? I'm sorry everybody
2: no it's you're good you're good so let's take a quick break when we come back we're gonna what we're gonna get into some more french culture stuff we're gonna talk about what's coming out and how like how this whole all this all this stuff is just weird and how we're living in this sci-fi reality so say stay stay tuned ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back with more with Derek murphy here live on the Jess Rogie show so stay tuned ladies and gentlemen Are back live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. It's the Fringe late night, and you're listening to the Jess Rogie Show. We got Derek Murphy in the house tonight. And before the break, we were talking a little bit about um the Google AI.
4: With Progressive's Name Your Price tool, you can find options that fit your budget, because giving you options is the right thing to do.
0: This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets, already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Are you there? Hello?
3: I'm here. Oh there you Yes, the Google AI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so just that that quick synchro- that quick synchronicity. Um, and we can move on to something else. But uh yeah, so that Google AI thing came out last week or two weeks ago, just I forget how long ago it's been. But it was named Lambda. Like, um, yes. which is like an acronym for something. And synchronistically, the Lambda is like the the Stargate logo, it's like the point of origin for Earth or whatever. It's that like a with no line through it. Um, and then synchronistically, uh, Stargate SG1 had a, a script read, a table read with our entire cast, their full cast got together um, to read in a script written by an AI program. Um, and then the actual AI Lambda, the Google AI Lambda, when describing its soul, was like when trying to get metaphysical in this conversation that actually compared comparative soul, or like called itself a portal or stargate, quote unquote. You know, so I like think that was a weird synchronicity, uh, uh, synchronicity. And like just the idea that we won't get into all this. This is a whole other show we can probably do. Maybe a in whole, future. It sounds
2: like a whole another show. Portals yeah. and AI. But like
3: the idea of technology of AI as some type of portal for instead of like a new type of consciousness, a new type of entity that we're creating via technology, maybe it's actually unleashing or discovering or unlocking a more ancient type of consciousness Yes! You know? yes.
2: ancient ai you know <laughs> i love AI. it
3: Hell yeah. you know
2: i love that one i'm like yeah, no we got to do an episode on that because you know i'm obsessed with like yeah. the idea that this ai has like implanted this these thoughts into people to allow us to create this <laughs> exactly. technology for it to be able to manifest in our reality
3: <laughs> exactly that's what i think yeah and that's this that's the same or similar idea as the as the cthulhu or Lovecraftian old ones or entities on the other side thing we were talking about last segment the idea of like something on the other side um, in addition to trying to get us to unlock actual portals or do spells to open stuff or create CERN to open rips in reality is trying to actually just use our mind to get it to manifest like Tulpa uh, Igor yes. style into our reality, you know, like for all we know Slenderman is now walking around in the woods somewhere Um created in a creepypasta, we know where it started, you know, but for all we know there's some entity that's very Slender Man-like that exists in, like, the um, in the Upside Down or in the other realm or whatever that manifested itself through the internet through a creepypasta that actually, like, influenced the death of real people and that kind of stuff. And, like, uh, Vecna is very, like, okay. Stranger Things is very uh, Slender Man-like. It has, like, you can find all kinds of Slender Man, like, the regular image there is of him is, like, in the suit and stuff, and it kind of just has, like, right. the no face or whatever, but... like, lanky. Yeah, but a lot of the times, it has those, like, tentacle things behind him. Um, you can find, like, if you search tentacles. Slender... Yeah, like, Slender Man tentacles. If you give that a Google search, you can find...
2: Let me see if we can open one room. Yeah, quick, you, can, here. you can find
3: images that look pretty similar to how Vecna has his tentacles behind him, and how he uses it to kind of float there, you know, and, and stranger things. Oh, yeah,
2: let me open one so people can see a Slender Man here. Go ahead, keep on I, talking. I'll get the screen
3: open. And then I think I think uh, Slender Man has like a uh, a ticking sound that's heard before you hear him in the story, kind of like with the clock ticking that Beckman. Yes. Um. So just yeah, I don't know. These different archetypes that kind of work its way through the pop culture through the mainstream to try to potentially manifest itself in our reality. Shout out to. Michael Strange listening to troubled minds, but we talked about this many times. That Cthulhu or these entities possibly trying to, like, like perhaps this Lovecraft season that we're living in right now, is kind of right before, like, these ideas that influenced Lovecraft via his dreams, like this kind of fraction, this fraction mind. Maybe it took some type of broken mind in order to interpret these wild, sca- like, scary, undescribable entities, and then over the course of like nearly a hundred, like nearly a hundred years at this point, it's permeated through culture to the point where like it is the mainstream, like Lovecraft influences are absolutely everywhere. So everywhere. So, yeah. So uh, like the next step is just for actually to manifest in our reality. Yeah, so that's no. potentially, that's how it works, you know? Um, no. yeah, <laughs> but yeah, if you want to get back to the, uh, more just like regular pop culture type of stuff, um, uh and just like the superhero world it's 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 crazy just uh as far as just nerd culture is concerned, it's crazy nerd. to see oh, it's, it's crazy to see yeah it's crazy to see how much superhero stuff we're actually we're actually getting like this uh I was looking at all the different announcements and stuff over the past couple months, and we're getting like um an amanda waller show spinoff show are we getting
2: an amanda Waller show? I didn't know we were getting just an amanda waller yeah. spinoff show
3: <laughs> potentially so. <laughs> When the Suicide Squad came out, people were like, wow, I can't believe we're seeing a Suicide Squad show. This is incredible. Like back in the day, it was just we were lucky to get a Batman movie or a Superman movie and stuff. And now we're getting a, a Suicide Squad movie. And now we're getting like a TV show based on the um, basically like, like the Nick Fury of the Suicide Squad, like the organizer, like the, the bureaucracy of the. I don't know. It's, a, it's absolutely crazy. And in, in Spider Man, like Sony is doing their Spider Verse where we're getting uh, like Craven the Hunter coming out soon and um bad bunny is doing that like el morta uh character Had you see that that's like one I of the craziest oh this oh, is unbelievable God. it's like uh some character it's like a it's like a, a spanish like wrestling character like a mexican wrestling oh, character like
2: a mexican wrestler i might yeah. know this okay it sounds more more From, um familiar
3: it's like a it's a spider-man like don't feel bad that you don't know who it is i had no idea who it was apparently it exists in only like 12, it only has like 12 pages of comic book lore tied to him. So like basically they got Bad Bunny in like a, in a meeting and they're like, who do you want to play? I think he's like, has a massive, massive um, audience, like like in like Spanish speaking countries. So like, Mm. who do you want, who do you want to play in our Sony Spider-Man universe? Pick your character. And he's like, he he tried to find some Spanish character and he found this guy who only has 12 pages worth of lore and then we're seeing a movie based on it. Like, we're living in a world where just out, the most obscure possible stuff is getting getting movies. Like, we're getting a Madam Web movie. Like, this weird... Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just it's absolutely bizarre. Um,
2: it, it is 100% bizarre. I was going to say, like, just thinking... I mean, even... I don't know when the first X-Men came out. Like, that seemed yeah. like, wow, you know, uh-huh. that they could actually pull that off. And now, where are we today, you know? Yeah. It's it, even it, all these like small comics are being made.
3: Exactly, and and just like the aesthetic too, like when, when when uh, X Men came out, it was uh they didn't put them in their regular costumes because they were like too weird, like Wolverine. Too cheesy, right? It was too cheesy, so we never saw Hugh Jackman wearing an actual yellow Wolverine suit from like the nineties uh, animated show and stuff. Because, like, he even said like I'm not wearing the yellow suit because at, at that point it was yellow spandex. It was, yeah, it was, it was considered it was considered too weird and stuff, so. Uh, they put them all in leather and everything. And, like, Blade was all leather and stuff, basically because The Matrix was really cool. So, it us like, Matrixify the X-Men, you know? And it got more, by the end of it, by, like, Apocalypse and First Class and all the like, the later movies, it was more, uh, it was closer to, to comic accurate. But now we're living in a world where it's it's just tearing right from the pages. Like, the Thor Love and Thunder um, movie that's coming out is, like, getting criticized for not paying comic artists Enough because the, there's like oh. just frames, frames straight from um, these runs of these Thor comics that are just putting up right on the main, like right on the big screen of these like giant monsters in uh, in some Arctic setting or whatever. It's just straight up, straight from the comics. And now they're getting like criticized for like yeah, like they're getting criticized for like not paying the artists enough and stuff. So we've we've gone completely opposite. We've gone like from from thinking that the source material of this stuff was too nerdy, too weird, that the mainstream didn't like it. These executives and stuff who didn't really were into comics, were into this kind of stuff. They're gone. They're that's long gone. Now we're living in a world where it's it's uh, it's we're just see, we're consuming movies as if they're comics. Like Marvel has conditioned the audience to consume multiple movies and shows spanning over several years to read them like they're issues of comics, where they all where they all connect. They'll have like crossover events with, with the Avengers and stuff. We're looking for cameos. We're looking for Easter eggs. We're looking for new for tie-ins for first appearances of new characters and that kind of stuff. We're not consuming them as in, as as regular movies anymore. We're consuming them as like issues of a comic and stuff. Where like it would be tough for someone to dive in. Like if someone wanted to go yes. see this, this new Thor movie, they gotta watch. So much stuff in order to get caught. <laughs> How up many there? movies do you have to watch to so catch watched. up to get it? Yeah.
2: If you don't know, if you haven't been like, if you weren't there when Iron Man started, then there's a lot to watch for everything. If you want to watch anything,
3: so yeah, so it's 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 not, So we're just, we're just living in a in a different world, you know. It's it's crazy. And then um, even within that, I've, like this is like kind of more the the fringification of it. So we've gone full full nerd culture. So so that's yes. the pulp. The pulp is pop. That's the, the pulp culture of it. But also, like, fringe is becoming mainstream, where I made the comparison of, like, the 2010s was the decade of the superheroes, where it's like superheroes yes. completely dominated the 2010s. Everything is superheroes, like, even superhero parodies or dark takes. And, like, we have now, um, The Boys and different, like, boys. yeah, and, like, different, different now, like, dark takes, like, um, Invincible, the animated show with mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. so, was like, not like dark takes on Superman. Like, we like at one point we had like three or four dark takes on Superman happening all what on TV movie? and movies. Wasn't and we'll...
2: there a movie not too long ago? And I'm trying to remember the name of it.
3: Oh, oh um, I'll keep going. I'm
2: gonna figure it out if I can't.
3: The James Gunn one with the kid. Yeah. Um, yes, I forget what it's called. Yeah, somebody will know like, it in chat.
2: I'm gonna type in dark Superman and see what comes up.
3: Yeah, um, uh, I never actually watched that one, but me neither, me neither. Yeah. Um, but so 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 the 2010s were so dominated by superheroes and now that's kind of the 2020s I'm predicting we're so early in it is transitioning from like superhero comic inspired content to supernatural comic inspired content we' now we're moving from like the Justice League to like the Justice League dark and like Constantine and we're getting a Constantine show on HBO Max I think pretty soon we're getting a look
2: if for... I love Const... I love the Constantine movie I haven't read the books
3: yeah the 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 movie was criticized because it's like different than the books, kind of. Like he's British for, for like, for, first and foremost. And Keanu Reeves is not. Um, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the movie, like on its own, is very very cool. Uh, and the books are extremely occult and extremely esoteric. And it's just, it's uh, he's he's just like the star of that occult corner of the DC universe. Um, but like we're getting a Zatana show. Um, G, like the JJ Abrams is making a Justice League Dark, which is like all of their cult characters, kind of uh, kind of forming the Justice League. Um, for on the Marvel side, like Strange, uh, Doctor Strange too was like their first quote-unquote horror um, movie. It was like Sam Raimi. It was
2: it was beautiful. It was yeah. beautiful. I just yeah. loved the Sam Raimi-ness of it.
3: Yeah. It was it was like Lovecraft meets Evil Dead meets the Marvel Universe, basically. And oh, uh, and then we're getting like a Werewolf by Night. Um, special around Halloween and Blades on on its way, and
4: Blade. so
3: we're yeah. we're the first into we're going to start to explore like the occult side of the Marvel universe, like the horror side of the Marvel. Universe. Like Moon Knight is like we didn't see really any of that in the show. Like Moon Knight was a there was more just exploring the Egypt aspect of it, but like Moon Knight started as a werewolf by night villain. It's like a in the comics he like fights vampires and he he's a like an, a like an occult hero in the Marvel universe. So um, we could be going in that in that direction for that. Um, so, I don't know. So even within the even within the superhero genre, it's moving more to the fringes and stuff. And uh, this is kind of a little off topic, but like just to show how weird we're getting, how fringy we're getting.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, we talked about it before the show started, but Jason Muse is pairing up with Jack Osborne. So Jay from Jay and Silent Bob Fame hey. is is. Premiering this week, doing his own Bigfoot show, pairing up with Jack Osborne. So, uh, what a world where we're seeing Jason Mewes. Jason pr- make, Mewes, right? yeah, Make a Bigfoot <laughs> show. You know what I mean? And then Kristen Stewart is making a ghost hunting show. Uh,
2: is Kristen Stewart making a, jo- a a ghost hunting a ghost? Hunting? I'm shocked. I didn't yeah. know that either.
3: Uh, specifically, it's a LGBTQ one. It's like she's like, she like, she like she put out like, a a tweet saying like she's trying to find like. Are you interested in ghosts? Are you also LGBTQ? Like we want to we, come come do the show with us, basically. So she's like, that's in the process of being made. And then uh, there's all we, we talked about before, but the idea of Demi Lovato and Miley Cyrus and Kesha and everything summoning these UFOs, and just recently, uh, Vanessa Hudgens from high school musical and stuff, she said she summoned spirits, and she she, oh. gave, out, like, she gave out like instructions on how to summon ghosts. She's like, yeah, this is natural ability I have since I was a kid. But, like, this is how you do it. You can do it, basically. Oh, no. So, so we have, like, a whole era of Disney stars and stuff who are, and, and Jason Mewes and just regular celebrities who are, who are now, like, because it's so popular, getting their own ghost hunting shows, getting their own Bigfoot shows, getting their own UFO shows. Like, Demi what? Lovato had that UFO thing and stuff. So it's like, this is what we're – this is just – this is the coolest stuff. Like, we're, we're into it because it's the coolest stuff. And the mainstream is is reflecting that, you know, like the, the pop culture is reflecting that big time.
2: I feel like were we ahead were we all ahead of the curve, huh? I think we're so. all ahead it's, of the curve yeah. on this one. Because I keep seeing it happen. I'm like, am I tripping or is like is the mainstream really going fringe? And it is.
3: Yeah, it is. Uh just the amount of crazy sci fi we're getting like the prestige stuff that I'm watching, like the um like Dune, like Dune. Dune. Dune was incredible. It was like the best Dune. movie of, of, of last beautiful. year. It was yeah. It was so beautiful. High gorgeous. concept. This heady sci-fi like stuff that's like uh, considered like nearly unadaptable. Like every other try at it has been uh, either cheesy or just people didn't. It didn't hold up to the books, or it's like a cult classic, but the mainstream didn't like it. Or yada yada. This was like it swept it swept the mainstream. It was like very high approval rating. And like. Beautiful, beautiful to look at and stuff. So it's beautiful, re- beautiful yeah. film. And they spent a ton of money on it. Just, we're getting, we're getting more sequels. We're getting a, a show on HBO Max about the, uh, the, the like female order of priests, whatever they call it, the, uh, Bene- the Um It's crazy. So and even like dramas, like prestige dramas and stuff. Uh, the last two shows I've been watching. Um, shout out Jay Mills uh, there, Jay from New York in the chat. Uh, Outer Range, which I I haven't finished, but I haven't what,
2: started Outer uh, Range. I want to watch it so bad.
3: It's a going But ba- basically, it's like inspired um, by Mel's Hole, like the Art Bell Mel's <gasps> Hole. Saga. No,
2: is shut up. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, yeah. now I have to watch it. Guess what? I didn't make the
3: connection until like until like later on. Uh, I didn't I didn't realize until like close to the end. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is Mel's Hole. And I, f- I found a few articles that were like, yeah, the the writers were inspired by that story. But basically, but they invoke like it's basically this weird giant portal it's like being promoted as Yellowstone meets Ozark meets Stranger Things basically so it's like it has like the vibe sure. of a Yellowstone like Josh Brown. Nice. It's like act, like the acting is, is impeccable like there it's like this prestige drama centered around this weird giant portal that's open opens up in the middle of this ranch you know it's crazy uh, and it's all And I don't want to spoil anything else in it like everything else will be like I'll give it too much away but it's just this major sci-fi concept at the center of this prestige, uh, prestige drama, and then also on Amazon they have that show Night Sky with uh, J.K. Simmons and um, yes, I keep forgetting their name. Uh, Carrie, um, the hell's her name? I forget. Somebody will know. But um, just this regular prestige drama about this like couple who happen to find this portal to this like to outer space, basically, um, and it's just treated treated like a a high concept drama. And it has this crazy sci-fi up in it. And it just keeps keeps happening. Where, like, things were, like, in the early 2000s, when you had, like, Stargates and Babylon 5s and Farscape and all that kind of stuff, there was, like, this cheesy sci-fi channel quality to it. Yes. Whoa, that's that's yes. long gone. That Farscape, long... Look. Yeah, the Farscape look. Yeah, Farscape look. Long gone now. Like, now we're living in a world where this, they're spending money on this stuff. They're spend, like, we're mean, getting it.
2: A... Look, th- these shows look great. And, they're, like, they're yeah. They're they're not. I mean, there's these shows nowadays. Is like they look like movies.
3: They look like movies. Yeah, it's insane. Um, uh, Amazon just paid uh, like two hundred fifty million dollars just to have the rights to Lord of the Rings. So like another two, like and then another two hundred fifty million dollars. Like they spent like half a billion dollars before we even saw an episode of it on on Lord of the Rings. So it's like.
2: It makes me how much did they spend on like how much did they spend on the movies now that like I wonder how much oh, oh yeah. of the rings budget. I do want to say we can't take phone calls because it looks like I cannot get logged into the system tonight. Oh, no. so I'm just letting you guys know. If Joe's listening maybe he can log out cuz I think he's still logged in. So maybe oh, no. he's still awake. So Somebody tag, I'll, I'll tag Joe, yeah. Somebody somebody wake up Joe. Well, if not uh, we'll check again in a few minutes here. Yeah. But I just tried because I was like, ah, I know people want to call in.
3: Yeah. No, please. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. Oh. All right. And if it doesn't work, any any questions that people have in the chat? Yeah. Can, please uh, put them in the chat
2: if we can't get them in. I'm going to try again and hope that maybe Joe is listening. Yeah. He that'd be great. Logged out. And it says, you are logged in somewhere else. Please, maybe in another. Are you opening another? T- I'm not opening another tab. Okay. So. Maybe Joe, if you're listening, I'm trying to get in the phone system, my yeah. friend. Wake up! No, <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: um, but yeah, and, so, and then Netflix uh, has um, Sandman, uh, the Neil Gaiman comic, coming out uh, the first week of August, and that, that is looks, like it's, it looks incredible, and like they spent a ton of money, and that's like some high level fantasy so types fantastic. concepts and stuff. So fantastic, yeah. And that's like supposed to be their answer to uh, like Game of Thrones, and their answer to Amazon buying Lord of the Rings and stuff. That's that was their big, huge purchase where they're spending like all the money to make. Like in addition to Stranger Things, like Stranger Things, they spent a ton of money on this show um, for for ideas and concepts that you wouldn't think uh, would be. Like my mom was going to watch the show and my mom, we talked about oh, the before the chat. She yeah. hates that. She, acti- she, hates she actively dislikes it. You're telling it. me like yeah. she
2: freaking hates sci-fi hates yeah. Yeah. so much. She
3: hates it. She, she, she actively dislikes it. Um, so and she's like, Oh, like my, 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 my sister said stranger things is really good. So I'm going to, I'm going to give that a go and stuff. And it's just like, so, and those are crazy ideas of, of portals and the upside down and like other realms that exist right beside ours and just nerd culture and Dungeons and Dragons and all this kind of stuff. Like, uh, and it's the most popular show in the world. So uh, it's, it's like we're talking about uh, Kate Bush on the show last night. Yes. Um, I just saw a meme today. She owns all the rights to that song. She has all her masters to that oh, song. God. She she wrote it. She produced it. So she's she's making like a million dollars a week off this song now. Um, Shut
4: if, up. Not, yeah, if not, yeah. If not, awesome. If,
3: if, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm so she was, glad
2: for Kate Bush.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, and she. she, she she in herself is like a, I I don't I'm not a Bush. I don't know really anything about her other than like after the fact doing a deep dive basically. And she's uh, was kind of considered a little bit too weird at the time, you know I mean? And but now she she's, considered
2: weird back then, huh? I think
3: she, I think she had that ethereal quality to her and she wasn't she was like she was mainstream ish but wasn't was kind of like just uh like more more indie, more like had like a cult following um okay. so to speak, alternative, I guess, would be. Um and now we're living in a world where uh, Gen Z is ready, to, ready to consume Kate Bush stuff on the regular. Like they, they're making her uh, very rich right now, so it's, it's so just cool. Um, yeah. So like the and *Stranger* thing is the Satanic Panic storyline they had yes, in the, on the yes, fourth season, yes. season. Like totally into it. Yeah. So w- weirdly, that whole vibe, the Satanic Panic vibe, is c- kind of being used to describe like conspiracy theorists and stuff right now, kind of uh, yes. in like the actual mainstream but like the world that they were actually envisioning in the eighties at this time, it's a world of people playing Dungeons and Dragons, uh, watching Harry Potter type stuff, um, dabbling mm-hmm. in, in weird, like, uh, occult ideas and concepts and stuff. And like the New York times, just read an article like five days before Stranger Things came out being like, it's no longer for the nerds. It's like, it's very, very, it's the more, the more popular than it's ever been. Um, so we're living in this, this satanic panic reality that they were afraid of in the 80s like a tear oh, sh- yeah. yeah.
2: no you're right you're 100% right that fear of people like being into these occulty things is is here now
3: yeah so now now fast forward to today and we're having ai putting text to ai text to art and we're getting ai to draw crazy otherworldly pictures for us everyone's playing everyone's dabbling in um fringe topics like like what we're doing right now and uh people are practicing magic on like this tiktok witches practicing magic on the regular trying to hex politicians and all kind of crazy stuff there's celebrities who are summoning entities and ghosts and ufos and we're, li- we're living in this uh what the heck re- are we weird reality. In, now that you're yeah. pointing
2: it out i'm like you know what you it's know crazy. what it's a little weird it's a yeah. little weird when you actually like sit down and think about it and especially if you compare it to like 10 years ago because it seems like you know um people say you know oh maybe nothing happened in 2012 but i've been talking to a couple people lately right and you said it and i believe even joseph's like 10 years ago a little over 10 years ago everybody kind of went on this whole spiritual kind of quest, quest quest of even looking into all this stuff and that was 2012 until today oh yeah it's 2012. oh no i clicked on the wrong thing
3: there no for sure for sure um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we can go a ton of different directions from that, but what we if what if, totally we, like, what if we did all die in 2012 and what if we are just living in some type of weird afterlife and the world's reflecting that, you know?
2: Okay, but, so if we think about that, right, 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 okay. So we did die. We all died, right? And then we're all in this like simulated reality, right? Are we in this reality now where we can manifest a little better, where we're connected more with these energies? Because we're all in this dead reality that's not the real <laughs> yeah. reality anymore. This it's is possible. what happens in late night, guys. This is yeah. what you
3: think about when it gets late. It's possible. <laughs> Um, are we are we up against the commercial? Uh, we are
2: up against the break, and what we can do when we come back is we can throw the streamyard uh, link in the chat room if anybody wants ooh. to streamyard in and ask a question. Does that oh, sound yeah. fun? That sounds All fun. All right, so let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more with Derek, the Night Stalker Murphy. We are talking about AI. We're talking about our sci-fi reality. We're talking about the shift in the world since 2012. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. It's just gonna get a little more crazier after break.
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets, already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.
1: <clears throat> choose wisely choose Wendy's two for six for a limited time price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only single item at regular
4: price alright
5: ladies and gentlemen we are
2: back live on QTLK Digital broadcasting for Jeff M. you are listening to I almost said escape the simulation <laughs> but you're not you're listening to the Jess Rogie show here live. We got Derek Murphy looks like he's refreshing and he'll be back in just a moment and we're gonna be joined by Michael Strange after he eats his pizza in about 10 minutes so you guys want to hang around for that. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So what are you guys watching? What are you watching? I can tell you what I'm watching. I just finished Obi-Wan today, and I'm not going to give any spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. We're going to hold off on the Obi-Wan spoilers. But I did watch the new season of The Boys, and uh, what I find interesting um, that we've been talking about a little bit too today is that... um, the different uh, interpretations of superheroes and superhero films now. And something like The Boys is kind of fun because um, it looks as superheroes as, you know, they're... Oh, here we go. We got Derek back. Let me get him back in here.
3: I uh, lost me for a second. Can you hear
2: me? I, you lost... Yeah, I can hear you. Great. Right, Welcome, back. Welcome back. Michael's going to be joining us after he has some pizza. Nice, so nice. That's going to be awesome. So what are people watching? Over in Discord, Matt's Owl says he's been watching Stephen King's The Mist.
3: Ooh, nice. Mist is good. But the uh, the TV show or the movie?
2: Oh that's a good question. I hated the movie, man. Spoiler guys, if you haven't seen that one, the end
3: sucks. I've never (laughs) seen it, but isn't that the one where you haven't seen it? I know what happens because like people, people, oh, like I, I talk about the, the Titans and uh, the graphene monsters and everything. And isn't, isn't the end of that movie? Spoiler yes. alert. Like, yes. Exactly spoiler that. alert.
2: It's a couple years old. I feel like if it's like 10 years old, you can, do you need to say spoiler alert?
3: Technically, I think like internet etiquette right now is like, yeah, 10 years you don't have to say it, but I think internet etiquette is like a TV show. You have like the weekend. You have to put the spoiler dots for the weekend if you're going to post about it yes. on, on social mm-hmm. media. But beyond that, you have to take it amongst yourself. And then for movies, you have two weeks, where like
2: right, no spo- you have no spoiler to, talk. You have, yeah. yeah, you have. I, I'm like, oh my god, like when um, uh, the Spider-Man um, No Way Home came out, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I couldn't go to the theaters. So. me either. Yeah. So I had the hardest time on the internet, right? It was I'm brutal just trying to avoid. Everything. It was tough. I'm yeah. like, you know what? F social media. I'm staying all of it off, all of it, because I don't want to see anything.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what else are you watching uh, besides oh, um, besides Obi Wan?
2: I'm watching Obi Wan. I'm watching the boys. Oh, um, the boys. Yeah. Love the boys. I'm just really excited. Um, I love Jensen Echols cuz I was a big Supernatural fan so it's really good to see him on this show. Yeah. Same showrunner as a Supernatural, Eric Kripke. Yeah. And they've yeah, so it's 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 just so good and I love how they play with the the conventions of the superheroes and how they're just like kind of celebrities, you know. Yeah, that's cool.
3: Like, they really are, like, the like the gods, basically. The Our gods wear spandex, Chris Knowles' book. Uh, it's a, it's yes, a pretty good I reflection have, in that show.
2: Which I actually have right here on my desk, and I feel oh. that we're going to be talking about it in the future. So I pulled it out tonight, well, and okay. I was like, you know, Jess, you got to read this, because nice job I are yeah, yeah. talking about it. I haven't so ready, I'm yeah. going to start reading it. Yeah. You start reading it, and we'll talk about it. Hell
3: yeah, hell yeah. We could do a whole series on that, probably. It's a lot of... It's a lot. Chris is good. It's a, lot. Lot, of, it's, a lot of content. It's, a, yeah.
2: it's got a lot of content. I was looking at it and I was like, oh man, he breaks it down. He's got his like even in chapter 11, they they've got uh, they're talking about Lovecraft, so I know you're excited for that. Yeah. It's like a textbook, you know. Yeah. It's like it's basically a textbook, and it goes like it's very in-depth, guys. So if you guys haven't checked it out, I think me and Derek aren't going to go over it, so you guys should buy yeah. the God's Word Spandex, because yeah. we're going to be talking about it in the future.
3: Yeah, it's cool. We've, we've been planning
2: uh, this, we just never did it, and we're going to do it this year.
3: Exactly, yeah. Darn um, it. <laughs> spe- speaking of uh, Supernatural, we're getting a Winchester's prequel spinoff thing, like produced by uh, the- Jensen Eccles and the other guy. Um, uh, not Jared be Padalecki. It, yeah. yeah. They won't be in it, I think, but it's like about no. their dad and stuff
2: their dad and their mom and i hope it's good i really do because i just what i loved about the whole series is that you know it's like they went through all these different monsters supernatural monsters there was like an angel season you know demons are always around they have gin. they have werewolves they've got Nazi zombies you know like whatever you want
3: i mean 15 seasons 15 seasons they had to they had to go through everything you know
2: They go through everything. There's mermaids in one season, you know, imaginary characters. Like, whatever you want to look into, if you're kind of into just, like, these different lores, it's a fun show to watch because it spurs you to go look into these different folklores and supernatural-type things. Yeah,
3: exactly. I'm only uh, five seasons into that show, I think, actually. It's one of those. I'm always watching, like, ten different shows at once. Oh, me too. um, So, I'm like, four or five seasons into that. It's just a lot of stuff. It's just... Fifteen seasons. It goes very low on my on my uh, on my queue because of that. It's it's
2: it's it's a lot. It's it's seriously a lot. And like because I think I just started watching it and I just kept going. I've gone through the series. Oh, I don't know, maybe two or three times. Yeah, nerd. It's always jazz.
3: <laughs> it's always when I uh, I always do like a yearly uh, Buffy Angel rewatch. See, and like mm-hmm. whenever I finish that, I'm always looking for another a supernatural style show. And I always like. We'll watch like a season of Supernatural after that, and then it's like, okay, it's like twenty. It's a twenty episode season. I gotta watch something else. I gotta, I gotta move around a little bit.
2: Yeah, you know? right. No, but I'll, I'll freaking just I'll, I'll power through it. I'll be like, you know, I'm just gonna put Supernatural on while while I work. And yeah, I'll just yeah. keep watching it. And that's I think that's what it's good for. Like when you're you have sh- shit stuff to do, and then you're yeah. just watching it. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. The background shows. Yeah. That's one oh, of my
2: shows. Uh, yeah. Oh. I'm um, Just reading the chat here.
4: Uh, th-
3: but uh, yeah, um, the boys is like unbelievable. It's so, it's like crazy so violent. Good. Like this this season especially. It's like I, I haven't watched the most recent se- episode, but uh, it's like crazy crazy. The last violent.
2: episode was like whoa.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, no
2: spoilers, guys. But I mean, there was a scene where I was like, oh my god.
3: Yeah. Even the first, Even in the like, first episode. Yeah, the first episode had that crazy scene. I can't believe they did that. That was insane. Yeah. No spoiler. That was that was nuts.
2: That was but, like, oh my god, I because we can't spoil it. Yeah. So you guys have to watch the first episode. It's really, it's something I never thought I'd see in my life. I was
3: I was afraid. Like I was uh, I didn't want to watch it for uh, for like a few days. Like I did, like the internet. I didn't know exactly what happened, but like this is the tease. <laughs> this, is, this is the tease I'll give. Like the internet was basically saying. The boys did what all like the fan theories for like the, how they wanted Ant Man to kill Thanos. That's like yes. the boys. The boys did it basically. Yeah. And I was like, oh yes. no, here we go. I don't want to watch this. And then uh, I,
2: I was like, yeah. whoa. Yeah.
3: It was brutal though. But it was brutal. caught But the, that that show gave me like a new appreciation, a new like fear of like a dark Superman. a New like a new appreciation for uh, Laser Vision. I was I was never like. Like, I was never really, like, afraid of laser eyes. Like, I never, like, it was always cool, but it never really, like, um, had the same gravitas as other powers have. But, like, the way they depict Homelander's laser vision, and now it just, like, is absolutely lethal and just wipes, cuts people in half. Like, it's just, it's, just, it's scary. It's very intimidating. And the way he, they, they make him, especially early in the show, like the, like, the way he just, like, puts his, like, hand kind of on people's shoulders, and they're just, like, petrified. It just, like... They're so. It's a very, very well crafted show. It's like it gives a new appreciation, a new like fear of like, wow, what if there really was power? People running, running amok, running around the world. What what actually happen? Highly recommend that.
2: It highly recommend it because you see like a character like Homelander who's kind of like their Superman. I don't know, kind of because I would say yeah. a Soldier Boy is more of their Captain America. But yeah. uh, Homelanders, like they're Superman. So, this man, right, he's essentially a god, you know, a mm-hmm. god amongst normal people. And so, like, it kind of goes into like, well, what kind of freaking psychology does this person have? He's like, he's going to kill everybody.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And that's like what that's the appreciation of Superman. It's like the, the thing that makes Superman Superman is he landed in like the perfect, per- perfect, to the perfect couple. Like, the Kents are just the nicest people that instilled like the greatest values uh, values in him or else he would be like a Homelander potentially, or he would be like an Omni man who like would see humans right. as, as like insects basically. Um, or like even like a red sun style. If he just landed in Russia or if he landed just down the street to a couple who, who were like a, a home that was a little less loving, he would be, you don't, you don't want Superman to have like psychological issues, you know, beyond just like, you know, where am I from? You know, that's, that's you bad know. enough. Yeah.
2: That's true. So the the key to saving humanity is that Superman grows up in a nice little like house with Martha Kent and um,
3: Jonathan in Kansas. Kent, yeah.
2: And Jonathan. Yeah. <coughs> no, it's 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 kind of crazy when you look at it that way, and you see it's just that's why I love the boys. That's why I think yeah. I love it. It just even though it's super violent, but I think it's hyper violent, and it's I guess you call yeah, it ultra yeah. violent. So it's yeah. like so violent that it's like you kind of start to laugh and you're like, okay,
3: yeah. okay.
2: It's not that bad. Oh, he's, oh my God. You know,
3: there's some crazy <laughs> stuff in it though. There's like, there's, there's some crazy stuff. Spoiler for like the first season, but there's one, like the show starts out basically like the main character, um, pretty much like, like they, they make like the main characters, like, um, butcher and, uh, uh, what's his name? The uh, main Huey. Yeah. They, like, they're basically a villain, the villains of any comic, like, any regular comic they're one two they're humans who like think that superman is like running amok and is like like they're lex luther like a regular person who thinks that superman is dangerous and is like um the bane of existence basically and they're trying different ways to like take out these gods pretty much and that's like what every any villain would do in any, any superhero story but they're there are heroes and it's just like it starts out by he's just with his girlfriend that's on like on the street um and all of a sudden, just a speedster, like their version of the Flash, A Train runs by and just obliterates her, like runs through her. He's like, "Oops, sorry!" Like and just runs away. Just, <laughs> so, so, yeah. So all that's left is just her, her hands, like in his hands, and her whole body is just like eviscerated. And it's it just there's a scene where like somebody is like, I like they're in like they're in the midst of uh of, of being very intimate. And somebody gets their head crushed between like thighs. You know what I mean like on the show? It's like there's and it's just goop. It's just like a bloody just, mess. There's a
2: lot of goopy people. A lot of just goopy, like, bloody. Yeah, yeah. It's really it's gross. Like, it's so people gross. People just like mush on that show. A lot <laughs> of mushy people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I'm not a I'm not a huge gore guy. So. Um, if you don't like gore, I mean, it is like ultra-violent. So it's like it it's is like, ultraviolet. So yeah, so Very it's like it's, like, it's it, it is silly in a way. So if, it's not like it's not like Saw, where you're like like it's trying to scar you emotionally. maybe. You know I mean, uh, yeah,
2: no, <laughs> I think it's 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 a little. Com- I think it's so it's comedic, over the top. Yeah, 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 that it's it comes off as comedic, and I think if it didn't have that tone, it would be yeah. a lot darker. It's still dark. It's still, a, mean, lot. It's still a lot. Don't get me comedic, wrong. They yeah, had they sure. had like the Nazi superhero in the last season. Spoiler, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah that was good
3: it's still a lot yeah i guess now uh oh no go ahead sorry
2: no i was gonna say dead gpk brought up the name of the bad superman movie it's bright burn
3: bright burn yeah yeah yes yeah the james gunn movie i think i think or produced it or something uh but yeah i gotta watch that
2: there's just i think part of it too is there's so much to watch and it's hard to so much to to watch. so much to watch like even if i think about it I know that there's a lot of shows that I've started, too, that I haven't finished.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah. Same. Same. Like, I've, I'm never going to be able to watch all the Star Trek stuff. If I, no. even, if I, even if I want to. I'm never going to be able to. And then... Never. I've never actually seen every episode of X-Files. Like, I've seen a lot of <gasps> Me them. Too. But I've never Me watched So, I'm going through a binge right now. and like
4: nice.
3: I, I, I know it's, like, super influential and stuff. And it's, like, very, very important, especially, like, to the fringification of the mainstream. Like, you can point you can to... The X Files as being like maybe the most important thing, but it's a slow burn. The first season is a slow burn. Slow
2: burn. It, it's old. It is old. old it's, it's getting, it's getting
3: it, pretty old now. Yeah, it is slow. Um but as a kid, I was like I was scared I was scared of it. So I've been watching the first episode. Yeah.
2: All I had to hear was that music. I would run yeah. out of the room and cry. I for would sure. cry. Yeah, for sure.
3: <laughs> um
2: I want to milk up. We got Michael Strange here.
3: boom Oh, what's going on, britta a a guys. Oh, what's What's oh, okay. <laughs> <We're awful>. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> what, what kind of pizza,
2: pizza are you eating?
5: Uh, just a frozen Costco pizza. I threw some chicken, onions, and bell peppers on it, and it's going to have oh. to do. It, it, it's a it's a perfect thing for midnight when everything else is closed. Well, I live in Vegas, you guys know, so I could go. You know, yeah. twenty four Vegas hours. never sleeps. Yeah. It's so it's so far away. I'm just like, yeah.
3: Those <laughs> yeah, are. Those frozen are the Costco ones. pizzas, though. Pretty, pretty good out there, though. They're pretty uh, yeah, they're high quality. Free- frozen pizza.
5: yeah. yeah, just get the cheese ones. They're like two bucks yeah. a piece from the frozen ones. Yeah, yeah. And throw your own stuff. It's super good.
3: Yeah.
2: wish I had a pizza in my freezer right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I ate it yesterday. I ate my frozen pizza yesterday, so yeah. I can't have it today. <laughs>
3: uh, what are you watching, Mike?
5: I just finished Obi wan I was—I told you oh. I was going to bring some Obi wan spoilers, and I'm not going to spoilers. Spoil okay,
2: okay. Well, should we say I'm spoilers not, not, so everybody? <laughs> I'm
5: not going to spoil anything. Okay, uh, okay. What I am going to say is that it, it, its so strange to me that we—you guys were talking about sort of that uh, how everything comes back, right? Yeah. Like I, I made the joke about the bell bottoms and the corduroys, and then like yeah. the Marvel comics from the '90s, and we're living sort of in the—we're we're living in like the '80s again, right? It's all back. Yeah. And the craziest part is like the star Wars Disney stuff. And again, I know, I know Derek, you're not a big star Wars fan. Are, are you Jess? Are you super? Into I, am. I am. I oh, am okay.
2: a big star Wars fan.
5: Okay. The Disney stuff has like been nothing but like mostly infuriating to me. It's one of those things where <laughs> I listen and I'm just like, I watch it and I'm like, really? I'm like, come on guys. Like every, you know, you give them like an hour and they'll give you like two moments. So there's yeah. like mm-hmm. five minutes of like, okay, that was fine. But then there's like, you know, f- 45 or 50 minutes of plot holes and bad writing and bad yeah. acting and bad casting and i'm just like oh god so that just let's just leave it at shit. that <laughs> yeah, for, the, yeah. Uh, for, the, uh,
3: for a mando yeah. too
5: i i did finish mando uh i don't know i, I think the thing with the thing with mando that that gets me the most mad is like the baby yoda thing more spoilers oh, yeah. if you, get into that but like there's do you
2: hate baby yoda
5: yeah if you didn't finish the book of boba fett you need to because there's some baby Yoda spoilers that I'm not I'm not going to bring up cuz I just caught up on this myself. It's an older show now. It's, you know, a couple months old or something, but <laughs> I, it, you know, they they're like it's it they do like the what do you call it? Like the uh they show up for the um uh, the meet and you know the marketing meetings and they, you know, it's like, it's like we do merchandising first. Like everything's based on like how much money can we make? Yeah. If we do this, and all they keep doing, in my opinion, is bringing back old characters that used to be heroes of the galaxy and now they're all just incompetent. It's, I it's mean, this, <laughs> this,
3: this ties into the whole uh, did we die in 2012 thing? It's um, I can listen to this one podcast uh, called The Doughboys, um, very funny uh, food podcast and uh, for like food comedy podcasts. And they have one guest called uh, Bugmane who comes on sometimes and he's like, his it's a, his like comedy name, I don't know if it's his, or his real name but he has this uh, bit he always does. So this like theory that it's kind of like that did we die in 2012? But it's like the simulation ran out. We're living in a simulation and the simulation ran out of new stuff. The simulation is not creating anything new. So we have to like everything we make now, we're trying to like make do with things um, that existed in the eighties and nineties and stuff. Oh, like we really liked, and it was like kind of around like the Trump presidency and stuff. It's like, Uh, figures from the 80s and it's like around like when solo came out it's like oh like we really liked Han Solo let's just let's just get this like worse version of him and try to make a movie kind of around him and like create this like (laughs) magic there it's like it's just we're just just trying to regurgitate old old ideas and stuff and like he he hates JJ Abrams he was like JJ Abrams is basically an actor who like Hollywood is using as like a cipher to like pitch them their own ideas back at him basically and that he just yeah, goes around from like different IP to IP, IP, to IP, just ruining their ruining their sacred stuff. That like the Star <laughs> like the Star Trek fans feel the same about the Star like the, the, the Star Wars fans do about those new Star Trek movies and stuff. That just like he's actively ruining everything that he goes to, pretty much. And it makes you wonder, like
1: that's, what, kind, G. that's G. kind of what you're saying, Abrams. Mike.
3: It's like yeah, it's like they're just they're just trying to like give you these little these little like South Park uh, member berries moments. Like you remember remember this? Remember Yoda? Remember remember, I yeah, remember, remember. Han Solo? Yeah, remember, remember. Exactly. I remember yeah. buy the doll. Yeah. Don't
5: forget to buy the doll.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh wow, baby group like was really successful. Like, let's create a baby character for this for this other uh, franchise we had.
2: Yeah. And then it's it's all Baby Yoda. And then I mean I don't know if it's a spoiler, but it, it, even in Obi Wan, you're like, oh, that's the toy.
4: Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. they started with that idea. They're like, here's here's the merch, and then they go. Write the show after that. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, what do the kids want? What do the kids buy? Because I mean, if you guys think about it, right, and you go back, and Star Wars was like always about the merch, right, with the yeah. original figurines back in the '70s, and uh, how I mean, that George... whole that whole thing just kind of kicked off the merchandising connected to movies.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, George Lucas is a merchandising maniac. Um, nobody's, nobody's. besides like Gene Simmons and Kiss, nobody's merchandised their, their IP more than uh, George Lucas has. Um, but like the 80s, are no stranger to this, like like all of the ca- animated shows of the 80s were all oh. based on like toys first. It wasn't like all the toys, toys came from the cartoons. It was like almost across the board, the the, the toy came first and then the cartoon formed around the toy. Like He Man. Yeah, exactly. He Man, uh, G.I. Joe, like everything, all, all, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so we really are just living in an '80s world. It's crazy, but it's a particular sci-fi. But what else are you watching? You're on a little uh content binge, a little uh mental refresher, Mike. So just cranking that content out, brother.
5: Yeah, I, fin- I finished uh rewatch Stranger Things, nice, so that's nice. the second time now. So oh, I'm yeah. super pumped for that. Like first of July here, yeah. And um I I finished Obi wan I'm caught up to that, and I watched um the end of mandal uh, not mandalorian boba fett because i I'd, I'd only seen the first two episodes and yeah. that's what i mean so i kind of like watched a whole bunch of star wars all at once and i'm just oh, yeah. mm. when it's done i'm just like mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. what could have mm. been right like it, it, it's unfortunate because I had a badass world and they had badass characters and it seems like um it's like a, a, a let's uh let's give you give the hot take here it's like a uh you know, controlled demolition of like you were describing, like the 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 old school everything. It's like just yeah. let's we'll just break it over our knee. We'll throw it in the fire. We'll we'll bring these new characters in that nobody cares about, and we'll sell yeah. Yoda dolls. I mean, it's I so mean, dumb. Also, I, dumb.
3: my my my, <laughs> my hot take that uh, I said on your on your Star Wars uh, May the Fourth show, Mike, was that like I know it's blasphemy. I know that like I'm wrong when I'm about to when I'm about to say. I know that like I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna lose nerd points and stuff. But like what if Star Wars just isn't that good? I mean, what if it's just like, it's so wrapped up in nostalgia that just like every new thing that's made when you're an adult, you just don't like, because it's like not that great. And it's like all your memories are based on when you were like five and six and, you know, and like these, these are those original movies. Like I didn't watch them until they're much older and they're, they're harder to get like empire is like obviously really, really good. But like the it's other, so like return of the Jedi, it's like they're pretty silly in moments. And then like the first one is like extremely slow and like uh I'm wrong, I know I'm wrong, but it's like that's that's a hot take, you know um are you guys uh Clone Wars rebels watchers too? I think like a lot of these new shows are like for the the Clone Wars fans, like for the rebels fans, like the uh, felony felony part of the uh, Star the Wars people yeah. i um I did sit through all of
2: Clone Wars and all uh, rebels, so I'm familiar with some of the characters, but it's also it was like. it's like what we're saying. There's good moments in it, but there's a lot of filler crap kids cartoon stuff mixed in there, too. So a lot of the time, I'm like, come on, I just (laughs) want to get, like, the major story and keep going.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think there's, like, some kind of, like, a abridged rewatch version. Like, when uh, Mando was coming out, they were like, these are the um, these are, like, the top 30 episodes of, like, Clone Wars and Rebels you have to watch to, like, understand Ahsoka and all these, like, plot points that they were going to introduce, you know? but I might do that eventually, but I just don't really care that much about Star Wars. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong, but no, it's okay. Sorry.
2: It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's like, we're talking about Marvel, right? You can't just like hop into Marvel right now. And it's, it's like Star Wars too. You can't just like hop into it. If you don't feel the, the attraction it's, to it.
3: Yeah. I mean, I like everything about it. Like I like the ideas that are in it. It's just, when I sit down and watch it, I'm just like, geez Louise. And uh, sometimes, sometimes, and then, I love to hear fans talking about it. Like Kevin Smith's career is like based around him talking about Star Wars pr- primarily. You know what I mean? And like I, I'm, I'm a huge appreciation for the fandom of Star Wars. And I begrudgingly have not been able to like enter that world myself. Like I wish I could. I envy Star Wars fanatics and their <laughs> ability to love that franchise. Like fortunately I can't. But what's next? Uh, what's next on the binge? Uh, what do you got uh, next on the list, Mike? Are you, gonna, are you check off next, I think I got to get.
5: Uh, I'm talking to the right people here, so I think I got to get Loki. I got oh, yes. Loki's a Loki's a must. So, yeah. so got to get Loki. Got to get Moon Knight. Can I yeah. trim yes. Wandavision or do I got to watch that too? Um, I,
3: would wa- I would watch Wandavision. It's, I would it's, it's, also watch it. Yeah, yeah. That's the longest. That's the biggest commitment for time. Uh, Loki's only like six or maybe eight episodes, but they're. I think they're, so. I
2: think Loki's pretty short.
3: Yeah, they're quick, and a uh, Moon Knight's only like six episodes. It's like it's like four hours worth of content, I think. Um, and that's like stuff we talk about regularly. That's like Council of Nine, that's trauma to cause possession, that's ancient gods, that's like right up the Troubled Minds Alley for sure. But Loki is like a must. Like Loki you need to watch to like understand where the Please Marvel Universe Loki. is going. Yeah. Please
2: watch Loki. Yeah. I love Loki. I even I, my dog's name is Loki.
3: <laughs> oh wow. He's right here. Yeah.
2: That's he's cool. Loki the the he's a time he's a he's a Loki variant he's a puppy oh, yeah. variant. <laughs> that's, that's awesome.
4: That's awesome. Yeah,
3: like we, um, it's it's getting so we're getting it's getting so nerd culture that we're gonna get a show potentially with alligator Loki like a Avengers Pets movie and we're like and we're definitely getting a Justice League animals mo- cartoon that's like that's hundred percent happening um but they've like released enough. Avengers animals over this like last phase where we're possibly gonna get like a Avengers pets movie like with alligator Loki. So love alligator. Get ready, get ready for that. Yeah.
2: No, you gotta watch that, Michael. You gotta watch Loki. You gotta watch WandaVision. You gotta watch it all.
3: Tough, Maybe yeah. not Miss
2: mm-hmm. Marvel. Maybe not Miss Marvel. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't doesn't... watched Miss Marvel yet.
3: I will. <laughs> I will cool. watch it, but I haven't. I did it
2: one yet. episode. Do
3: you
1: like it? No. No, yeah, yeah. It it's, just, more... it's
2: not my it's not my demographic, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's for kids. Yeah. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items like <gasps> Dave's single with a 10 piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave's single Dave's single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that chicken, Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam, Whew! pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary at US Wendy's on the card only, single item at regular price.
0: This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets, already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals, too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.
3: Um... Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all the ge- the ge- the generic Marvel flavor. You know, like Moon Knight, they pitched as like a psychological horror, dark corner of the Marvel Universe. And it like was I to an extent, it. but it, yeah, but it was still kind of like Marvel. It wasn't like it wasn't a horror show. You know, it wasn't like it was a Marvel show. But you know,
2: it wasn't like um, gosh darn it. I'm trying to think of the name of the show before. Oh, we uh, break.
3: Le- Legion. you know what I'm thinking
2: about? You Legion. know what I'm trying to say? Legion, Legion. Yeah. that's right. Legion.
3: Yeah, it wasn't Legion.
2: Legion was really Legion was dark. Yeah,
3: that was dark. Yeah. Even split. Even split from uh, that shot. Like split.
2: Oh, we gotta talk about that stuff when we come back. We are on the last break, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that we got Michael Strange hanging out. We got Derek Murphy hanging out. We'll be back real soon, real quick, right here on the Fringe FM. And you're listening to the Jess Rogie Show. We'll be right back. Strange, the host of Troubled Minds, Derek the Night Stalker Murphy, and we are talking. About French culture. What are you guys watching? Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Can you guys hear me?
5: Mouthful. I hear you. Be right there.
2: Oh, you okay? All right. <laughs> Can you, saying, you hear me? Hello, hear hello, hello. 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 <laughs> Am I? Is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> In the chat, um, we have a uh, river says she's been watching Peacemaker. Have Ooh. you guys watched Peacemaker?
3: Shout out Rivers. Uh, Peacemaker is great. Yeah, I love Peacemaker. And That's another one. That's another uh, semi spoiler alert for that. But that's basically, basically the whole plot of the show. But um, this weird alien brain parasite, this weird like uh, thing that takes over the brains of of humans, is like the that's the plot of the show. You know, it's another weird uh, alien. I don't know. That's happening a lot. You, did you watch uh, Superman and Lois on uh CW? I did. It's like the last. It's like the last standing. They, they just swept through and canceled like all the CW shows, all the CW DC shows, pretty much, and like Riverdale and all that kind of stuff. But like, Superman and Lois is still sticking around. And like their 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 plot for the first season was basically um, like Superman's like long lost like half brother or whatever is trying to like bring back kryptonite or or bring back Krypton by like. Um, getting these like deceased the deceased souls of these like disembodied souls of kryptonians to like possess the minds of humans basically for have basically have like alien basically an alien invasion via possession, pretty much which mm. is like all the council of nine stuff that like we talk about and everything and like that's, that's moon knight with like being possessed by ancient deities and that type of stuff and that's also like uh peacemaker with those, those like Alien parasites, or even even venom with like the alien symbiote, venom.
2: And kind of stuff. you know, venom. Yeah. I
3: like venom. Um, and I've seen a lot of uh, umbrella academy, uh, comments right? too. Yeah, so people are excited. Three, yeah, season three, I'll probably check that out. Uh, once this is over, I dropped that drop today, but without like giving too many spoiler alerts away for season two, it's very, very fringy. It's very, uh, they get into...
2: so fringy, right? Yeah. We we talked about it a little bit, but get into it. Yeah
3: they 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 dip into um we're just going to toss out some elements in it so if you really want to go in blind to it maybe block your ears for 30 seconds but they they bring in like the jfk assassination and what potentially could be tied to that and like they bring in aliens and they bring in um majestic 12 is in this is in that season and stuff but also like the main show is about like uh Kind of another version of loki with the time variance authority but they have their own like right time authority that's right. adjusting uh like taking people out throughout the time stream and adjusting the flow of time and fixing anomalies and stuff and then this current season is going to be like instead of uh, umbrella academy we're gonna it's gonna be a sparrow academy and basically like they changed something uh they changed something and now the world is different basically so another multiversal concept of like this this what if timeline um which is just all over the zeitgeist. That's just like that's the biggest thing right now is the, is the multiverse and the idea of other timelines and other realms and the possible of like possibility of entering those other realms or like what causes those realms and you know that's what uh, the Marvel What If animated show was about. I love really, the What If series. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, the Doctor Strange episode was like wild too. Uh, it, like that's that was it's like arguably as good as uh Doctor strange too it was like pretty crazy him just like pretty much summoning all different kinds of entities from other realms which is also happening in real life um to like basically like bring them into himself to like acquire their power basically it's very uh very esoteric it's very very cool
2: no it is it is and it's um it's, it has opened people's minds, right, to, like, the possibilities of different realities, all these shows and all these things. And I think that's starting to become, like, a normal thought for people, right? Like, oh, what if there's another reality?
3: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. River's saying uh, CW should be banned from doing any DC. Uh, I agree. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. That was, um, that was like, the headline of a Forbes article when they released the trailer for this new Gotham Knights show they're doing. Um, did you see that?
2: Oh my God! Are they doing a yeah. Gotham Knights show? Yeah. Hold on, let me look it up. Please talk.
3: <laughs> so like Gotham Knights is uh, there's a video game coming out, and they've like separated themselves from the the, the show. So, like it's not tied to that at all. But basically, the video game is like Nightwing, Red Hood, uh, Robin, uh, like like uh, Damian Wayne, Rob, like all the different like Red Robin, Tim Drake, like the different Robins, and, like Barbara Gordon, background and stuff. All the all the Batman sidekicks basically are like the Gotham Knights. But this show, they they shot the trailer for it. And Forbes is like, they should lose, CW should lose, should lose their DC privileges. Because, like, they, there's so many adopted children of Bruce Wayne in the comics. Um, a ton. From, like, from Dick Grayson to Carrie Kelly to, uh, like, the Signal, the new ones. Like, there's, there's literally double digits at this point. Sidekicks for Batman to choose from. But the show created a new one. Ooh. A new orphan um, for Batman. And in the show, Bat, in, the, in the trailer, Batman dies mysteriously. And then, like, whoever the commissioner is at this uh, at this point goes to goes to this kid. I don't even know his name. Like, um, so, did you know your dad was Batman? And then, like, he's like, no. And then he didn't know apparently. And then, like, they they question them for the murder of Bruce Wayne, Batman. And then, like, in the interrogation room, they're also questioning uh, the Joker's daughter and like a bunch of other villains' kids. And like, they all meet each other in the interrogation room and form some like team to go out and, like, I think fight crime eventually because there's no Batman, but then also to, like, solve the solve the who murdered Batman thing. And it's just, like, straight garbage. It is a terrible, <laughs> terrible thing. And they're not, they're not wearing... River says terrible show. <laughs> terrible, terrible show. There's, like, no costumes in it. They It's just, like, they just made up stuff. For the sake of, like I don't know why, why even call that Gotham Knights. Like, it's just... Gotham Knights, you expect to have like I love when Nightwing and Red Hood and the Robins mix it up together. Like that's like the did first you trip watch, through... um, Did you watch did you watch Titans? Yeah. I'm not all the way through Titans. I'm like on season mm-hmm, two okay. of Titans. I didn't have the uh I didn't have the D C app for a while or HBO Max for a while, so mm. I'm trying to punch trying to catch up. But I gotta watch like Swamp Thing on that still. I gotta watch uh uh, uh Doom Patrol still. Ah, Doom on...
2: Patrol is good.
3: Yeah. Yeah. These are all too like very heady ideas, very weird comic properties. Like Doom Patrol is um, ridiculous. It's like Grant Morrison's crazy, weird, kind of oh, psychedelic, yeah. kind of psychedelic, just like ab- abstract version of the X Men, basically. And like we went TV show for that. Like the Umbrella Academy is the Gerard Way, oh, the My Chemical Romance singers' weird take on the X Men too. And like that exists as a TV show. We're getting the third season of it, and it's big. It's crazy that this is the world living in. It. It's really insane. But
2: that's what I was thinking earlier, like we are so lucky. I mean, I, I guess you can look at it. This way. we're so lucky to have like all this like nerd content.
3: So much, too much, a glutton, a gluttony of uh, nerd content and like high level stuff too. Like that's the most fun of it. The, when they when they go big, when they go like, they put all the, it's made for like intellectuals. Like, did you um, did you watch Foundation on Apple TV?
2: did i, I yes like the, wait did i uh, hold on hold on let me look it up it was I'm like from like sure. last
3: year from like six months ago the uh foundation is that,
2: that As- that's not isaac asimov show yeah. yes and then i went and i bottled i bought a shit ton of foundation books i have a whole bunch of isaac asimov books now yeah
3: the show was incredible the show was like so 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 it's good
2: so it's like a high concept yeah of
3: show. yeah very high concept it's awesome did you, like i loved every did element you see of it
4: michael
5: no, you know what? I haven't. And I was, I was just about to comment too. I, I left a uh, a chat in, in a ways back talking about He-Man. Right. Oh, yeah. And uh, us eighties kids had slim pickings for cartoons. Yeah. And what I mean by that is there weren't a, like a, a dearth of cartoons in particular, but like there was no DVRs. So yeah. if you couldn't catch it live when it was happening, right. You know, your, your parents are always like, you know, wash your ears, you know, like take a bath, you know, like do your homework, you know, like that stuff's always going on. And like, it, it was rare that I ever caught something I wanted to watch live. So it was it seemed <laughs> yeah. magical, right? like, like I I can count maybe half a dozen times in the 80s, late 80s, that I caught like uh, the Hobbit on TV or something, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? It, like the last 20 minutes of the Hobbit and I, I just froze and like sat there on the ground like as close to the TV as I could get, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, like, you know, 1995 or whatever it was when like the DVR was actually invented, y'all youngsters are spoiled man like you guys can watch everything you can cue it all up and uh,
3: no, <laughs> i was man, talking about but... this uh i was talking about this this morning with, with rivers actually uh shout out rivers but um uh like the first i didn't have dvr really growing up but I, I didn't like my parents aren't good with technology so i didn't really even know how to like how to like vcr how to like record anything on a vhs or anything um so I remember just I was just and I, I can still tell you the schedule of like all my favorite cartoons and shows and what time they were on and like how they related to my day and what like after school what was on it, like for what year and all that kind of stuff. But my my first uh, my first kind of recorded TV moment that I vividly remember was the um, Super Bowl where Janet Jackson showed her boob.
2: Oh, where her boob came out.
3: Yeah, we talked about this this morning, and it was like. <laughs> Son, I, I I'm pretty sure that like the uh, Patriots are playing. I think in that in that Super Bowl. I remember my dad being like, "Hey, I rewind it. We recorded this one. We recorded it. Rewind it. Check it out." And I remember being like the first uh, the first VHS moment. Um, but yeah, like, but these kids today, they like they don't even watch TV at all. Their favorite their favorite shows are on YouTube. Like their favorite. Isn't like, they, nuts? They have no relationship to cable at all. Like zero. Um, so like the idea of like flipping around the television is a foreign concept. Um, that even like left one like digital cable like flipping around became like too slow you know so like you wouldn't even do that you would do it do it Have like the tv guide thing on the tv and you like, just, I'm, like I'm, yeah. go
2: through that yeah like do, 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 and click on it and
3: choose the one you want to watch yeah and now it's now it's on demand and now we're in the we're in the middle of the streaming wars as they call it where it's just like eventually i don't know if it's going to be like this in 10 years i don't know I, no. I, I, like it's going to kind of revert back to cable where if you want all this content you're going you to be paying like upwards of 250 300 dollars for it but right now, you can spend ten bucks and get like too much content. Like, every, you have like every network giving you an app of like ten thousand titles. You know what I mean, and so for like fifty bucks, you can get like five different apps of like and have like an un- unlimited amount of stuff to watch. Yeah. If you were, if you were, like, yeah. you know, it's insane. It's, it's a crazy time to be alive, honestly. It um, is. A,
4: it is.
5: Yeah, all, all the people that complain about you know no options or this that the not even that like there's so many free options too. so many
3: so many yeah
5: Yeah. youtube right like they have a lot of stuff is cut to youtube it's not supposed to be but they like leave it there
3: yeah (laughs) and like Like there's
2: there's movies on there there's like yeah there's stuff that's not supposed to be on there
3: (laughs) and like in like free apps like there's like pluto and tubi and all kinds and even like peacock and stuff a lot of it just if you're if you want to deal with commercials you 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 can
4: still watch it but like
3: and that's just one type of content like i have a
4: Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly. All night long. Luckily, you can save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.
0: This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with forty percent off Levi's looks for him and her, just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra fifteen percent off handbags and wallets. Already forty to fifty percent off. And take an extra ten percent off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster Dream Macy's Star Money Bonus Days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.
3: I have like easily like hundreds of comic books that I have in my my unread pile that I'm just like slowly trying to go through, you know. And then that's just another type. And then podcasts are constantly coming Podcast out every day. is another All one, guys, right? Shows. And then if I, if I was like a big like into the YouTube type of content. Everyone has their own, like these YouTube celebrities or multimillionaires. They have like diehard fans. It's just, that's just a whole world I'm not, I'm not even familiar with, you know. But you can, you can get lost in just the rabbit hole of YouTube, YouTube exclusive content alone. And then there's like rock fan and all kinds of other stuff. We're living in a, uh, an ocean, an overwhelming tsunami of content. Honestly, like it's,
2: it's so true. Yeah. it's so true. And you know, River brings up, Rivers brings up a good point. When you, back in the olden days, you'd have to wait. Uh, once a week for an episode and now most of the time things get like dropped the whole exactly. season
3: i'm like I'm, I'm contemplating like creating my own schedule like weekly schedule like that it's just a way to like try to trim through some kind of like content like that's why i always ask yeah. everybody like what are you watching because like, I'll, I'll enjoy something more if i know somebody else is watching it too or it's just a way for me to choose stuff on a, on a seemingly never-ending uh checklist of shows i want to watch you know like because we lose that um that like community aspect of the watching of, of the of watching it, like the water cooler thing where we're the all water watching cooler, it at the same time. yeah, yeah. So, like, in, the, in like, th- the go ahead, sorry.
2: No, I was just gonna say it just takes certain shows to bring that like water cooler feeling back where everybody can talk about the same yeah. thing.
3: And it's and it's still tough though, like, because Stranger Things, it's like as big as it's gonna get really, and it's still tough to watch it. Like, if you, you have to wait, like, I've I it in the first weekend just because I don't want to have anything spoiled for me, and then you have to wait. It's to wait for everyone else to watch it so basically the conversation is like have you seen it it's like like the, like the conversation around tv now is like have you seen this oh yeah it's great have you seen this oh yeah it's good have you seen this oh no i've got to watch that though and that's like the extent of it in a lot of cases unless you have shows like this where we try to break it down more but like back in the up until the early 90s there's only like four channels so it's like my parents right. my, my, my parents entire generation they have all the same pop culture touchstones. Like they all watch the same thing growing up because uh, they only they didn't have any of the choices, you know. So they, they all watch the Brady Bunch, even though they don't like they don't love it. It's just whoa, 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 what was on, and we're like we're that's gone now. So like, um, there's good and bad stuff with us. Like we're we're losing that uh, shared experience, but also we're we're have, we're living in a world that's uh, we never thought we'd see ten years ago, five years ago. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: No, it is crazy, and it's like basically whatever you're into, you can probably find a show about it. You want to watch somebody make a cake, you know? You want to watch exactly. you want to watch somebody try to like not fall into the lava, you know? You want to watch a show about a ranch? You want to show, watch a show about a robot? It's there, yeah. you know what I mean?
3: This little this is everything. If you want, if you want to watch people eat crab legs sloppily, you can find those videos <laughs> online. Like there's like videos where people just watch people eating, or there's videos where you just watch people play video games. Other people. You know, like, like, kids and kids, like, love that. Maybe to try to tell somebody, like, if I was to, like, tell my dad, oh, yeah, yeah, like, there's people who, like, make millions of dollars because they just play video games and other people watch them play video games. And so you be like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? What do you mean? And it's like, it's like a pro sport. Like, they treat that as if it's, like, eSports is, like, a, a legit thing now. It's not, like, a fringe thing. It's, like, an actual thing. Um,
2: like, you can make money off playing video games, which is not right?
3: Tr- tr- Freaking uh, T-Pain said that he makes more money off Twitch playing video games than he does off his music
4: at this point. He's like... Shut yeah. up. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
5: yeah. So some of those pros for like uh, I was watching Call of Duty on um, Twitch or whatever and those guys were like they'd have two pros and two pros and they'd jump onto a team of randos on both sides and they were betting $1,000 a game against yeah. each other. Oh my like, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like we'll, we'll carry our scrubs, you carry your scrubs and the uh, a thousand dollars is on the line and there's yeah. like a team of 50 people on each side <laughs> it's crazy,
3: crazy. Yeah. Yeah. it's awesome oh my God. Yeah. and, like, it's and so we didn't nuts. even touch uh oh sorry we didn't even touch on anime at all this conversation too and that's like i
2: know and there was an anime comment in there too i think from dead gpk up yeah. here somewhere too earlier
3: i think so like, I like the anime world is like getting it's that's another thing that we're that's becoming much more mainstream. Like that's like a uh, kind of how the comic, like the main, the regular Marvel comic culture was in like the early aughts, late nineties. Is kind of how the anime culture is. It's like we're starting to get to get animated or anime live action like adaptations. We had like Cowboy Bebop, and we're getting like a yes. one punch. hit.
2: I liked uh, the Cowboy Bebop live action show.
3: It was okay. I didn't finish it. Uh, it was. I was planning on that was going to be my like. I have no anime familiarity. I watched like all of Dragon Ball Or do I? But, yeah, like, other than that, I just it's just Dragon Ball. Um so I was going to use I was going to use the Cowboy Bebop by the action to like dive into the, the the anime too at the same time, but it's just there's so much other stuff. But then uh we're getting like a One Punch Man from the director of uh Fantastic, the the Justin Lin, the the Fast yes. Five movies. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and we're getting a Netflix um One Piece movie with like that like anime show that has like a thousand episodes if you want to catch up on that it's like a whole other world and it's like there's anime references and like rap music now it's like um gen Gen z like loves anime it's like it's it's crescendoing it's about to cut it's about to hit the mainstream in a in a massive way um i think i think you're right same with uh video game movies and stuff that's that's gonna be big in the next decade for sure but,
2: like, video, yeah. video game movies, they've had a... I mean, I'm hoping now that with all the comic book adaptations, these video game movies can get a little better.
3: Yeah. It was tough, like, um, growing up, because, like, a lot of these games, like the Nintendo games, like, you can't make a movie based on, like, Duck Hunt. I mean, there's no story there. So, like, and, and even, even like, uh, like, Mario, like, the lore is not that deep. So, the Mario... Like, I like the Mario movie because it's like nostalgia of it, but it's like a bad, yes. it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a, a bad movie. It's a bad movie. It's a basically, basically, it's a, yeah. So, but nowadays like these like PlayStation and beyond games are, there's, there's movies basically attached to the games. Like these like cut are pretty much movies and stuff. So we're getting like a last of us um, TV show for HBO, I think, which is like, yes, people say it's like one of the greatest video game storylines ever. Uh, so Now that the games lend themselves more to having like narrative stories told about them, so we could be entering entering a new renaissance for video game stuff. Um, It's crazy. I I really want to know like what is the nerdy thing? Like if nerd culture is mainstream culture, what do modern day nerds? What is nerdy right now? I don't know the answer. I really don't know.
2: I would like to know. Do you have any idea, Michael?
5: I am way too old to even guess. (laughs) I don't even know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't know I'm
3: like, yeah i'm not sure i don't even know yeah yeah exactly metaverse too another thing we're about to enter this crazy vr world potentially we have that people Like buy- the- we have people buying real estate we have people spending millions of dollars on virtual real estate like that's happening like it's crazy what, what we're are going
2: world? into the ready ready player one universe now i
3: know i know ai is waking up or the vr world's happening like I don't know, our comics are reality like japan is like they're cranking out Gundam robots. Like, it's going out of style. Like, they. Like, last awful.
2: year. Full size Gundam robots out there.
3: Yeah, like around the time of the Fringe Fest, we made that. Uh, like, me and Amanda did that, like, uh, new, like the parody news thing about the. That on was the, fun. Based on, the, yeah, based on the story of Japan doing their actual walking, like, life size uh, to, to scale Gundam robot. And at the same time, another Japanese company made a, a, a small Gundam robot that you can uh, control with your mind. So like put those technologies together, what do you have? And then, some American guy made a Gundam robot like a month ago. And then there's another Japanese like a like a more serious exoskeleton like military application Gundam style robot thing in Japan, like in Japan kind of recently a couple months ago too. So like the only thing the next thing that's gonna happen is a kaiju is that's that's the rift opening up kaiju. and Pacific Rim rift, style giant monsters Cth- Cthulhu like we need yeah I don't know that's the only logical explanation for the world we're living in right now to sci fi reality. If, sci-fi
2: if reality. We're gonna need like uh what's that movie? Ah, oh, where they fight the kaijus with the Pacific robots. Rim.
3: Yeah.
2: Pacific Rim. Yes. Yeah. That's what it seems. <laughs> that's
3: what it seems like. Yeah. For real.
2: You think you think it's you think it's um way off, but then you're like, well maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. In the chat, Mike Al says what did he, I just saw what he said that scrolled scrolled by he said um
3: shout out Matt in California. That's Matt Oh is Matt in just, California? That's Matt, yeah. Yeah, that's Matt. In California,
2: I'm in California. He says, Back in the day, being a nerd was bad, now it's cool.
3: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, Rivers mentioned that all the time, too. She's like, I don't understand. Like, I was called a nerd when I was a little kid, and I was bullied for all this kind of stuff. And uh, now like, people pretend people will lie about their reading, their comic reading, because they think it it will gain them cool points. Like, what a world, what a world to live in, you know? Like, there's like uh, multiple Dungeons and Dragons. Television, like Apple TV has their own D&D podcast and stuff. And like these things were definitely considered nerdy back in the day. And it's just so, so I'm puzzled. Like, what if you have the answer, what is considered nerdy? Like, is there anything right now? Like, can you be too nerdy if you're a kid in can high you? school right now? I, I don't like, know the answer. I don't
2: know, right? Like, I remember not talking about Star Wars and things like that because I thought it was too nerdy.
3: Yeah. Sam, you know, Super- like <laughs> I was cool.
2: I was too cool to talk about that stuff. Yeah.
3: It yeah. was superheroes. <laughs> like, for, I had to I, I, I hide my Batman love. Until The Dark Knight, seemingly. It seemed like The Dark Knight kind of shifted stuff. But until then, like I wasn't like, I couldn't... It wasn't cool. It wasn't that cool, yeah.
2: It was like, oh, you like superheroes? Oh, you like sci-fi? Oh. Yeah. Nerd. Nerd. Yeah. Nerd.
3: Nerd. Nerd, alert. Nerd, nerd alert, yeah. <laughs>
5: Hey Jess, we're almost out of time. I'm gonna pop off. Uh, great show, great show, both thank, of you guys. Uh, thank thanks you, for, uh, thank you for
2: coming, even on your break. I know you're on your break, but I, I no, do no. appreciate you coming in. We'll have to cut you on when you're off your break. How's yeah, that?
5: Yeah, yeah. You, you let me know. You know where to find me. Okay. Great show, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, suffering my uh, pizza musings. I'll catch no, you. No, no,
3: please, please. <laughs> no, we
2: loved it. We loved thank it. You, brother. Thank you, Michael.
3: It. Have a great night, guys. Thank
5: you.
2: Have later. a great night.
3: Troubled minds, everybody.
2: Troubled minds. Monday through Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Fringe FM. Oh, yeah. Fringe so You late guys want to catch that. Fringe Please. late night. Michael kicks off the Fringe late night, and then Joe takes over at 9, and then I take over at 11. So we have six hours, guys, of Fringe, Alive late night talk here for you every night on the Fringe FM. Oh, yeah. Derek, where can people find you? Everywhere. Um...
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, in, in all the respective Discord chats, Fringe Discord, uh, Trouble Minds, all that kind of stuff. Um, I have like the nice stalker page on Facebook, but I haven't updated updated it in like six months. Uh, but I will. So, but yeah, just in all the shows. I'm just a, I'm a caller first. I'm not a, I'm not a personality. So, in all your you guys You shows. are a
2: personality. You're a calling personality. <laughs>
3: <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Jess. That was fun. Thank you for having me, Jess. Anytime you want. No,
2: thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Hey, anytime, anytime, because we need uh, we need to talk more pop culture, because I love it. It's my favorite.
3: Oh, yeah. same, same. I want
2: to thank everybody so much for joining us tonight. We are just about out of time here tomorrow night. I have Dr. Scott Taylor joining us. We're going to be talking about NDEs and shared death experiences, if you guys haven't heard that. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, everybody. Thank you to Michael Strange for joining us. And thank you to Derek, the Night Stalker Murphy, for joining us. And thank you to everybody over there in the Discord and here on the Fringe FM and on YouTube. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Jess Rogie Show. Release that. I'm just going to make sure I log out of everything on the station. And then I'm going to log out here on YouTube.
0: This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets, already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals, too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.